Hey everybody! Welcome to Beach Theory! Today we've got a fun, awesome ad adventure episode for you. But I have a disclaimer. Okay. Okay. First of all, I just want to say, I hope in hearing all these stories, to those who have listened from the beginning, I hope you don't think that we're terrible people. I feel like some of these stories that we've told paint us in a very, like, imperfect picture. And it's just a very real picture of how we were at that time in our life. Totally. And I think that YouTube's amazing because it allows us to kind of edit our life. And make us look amazing. And make us look way better than we actually are. And so I just hope none of you guys are like, oh my gosh, these are the worst people ever. I'm I not, thought they were good. I'm not going to listen to them, them anymore. Right. <laughs> so just a disclaimer, we're not perfect. We don't profess to be perfect. Yeah. But we have learned some Part lessons. Part of the reason why we wanted to do this, because we feel like sometimes on YouTube, it makes us look too unrealistic. It's not even real. Right. And so we're like, well, let's talk about that. Yes. So Shout anyway, out to Good Mythical Morning. To any of you who are still watching and following us despite our imperfections, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, for appreciating us just for who we are and through our efforts to try to be transparent and you know hopefully inspirational and educational and maybe you can learn something from our mistakes and yeah, our journey but learn from our mistakes don't make the same ones. but just love us anyway even or make the same ones great. but learn how to work through them <laughs> so anyway i think that needed to be said especially in this episode because we did some not very smart things when we were first married what are you thinking that wasn't smart specifically uh, right maybe now? i can't speak for you but uh in today's episode we're going to talk about how we took our young four-month-old child and went to go live in the wilderness primitively yes. for the entire summer. <laughs> so I think that the good reason... Times. Just kidding. It wasn't good times. It was hard. You know, to speak to Mooching, you know, we were living in my, uh, my dad's house in, in Utah. Yeah. And then at the end of the semester... James was a few months old. And they wanted to small. move back in. So they, they wanted to move back, back in, in with us. And we wanted to have our own privacy, you know, newly married couple with a baby. It, be, it just became uncomfortable. So we moved out and we moved um, into an apartment complex actually first. Did we really? Yes. Well, I thought we spent the whole summer in Oregon. It was May, I think, that we left or that... No, you're right. Yeah, we lived no. in an apartment complex for two months. You're right. You are right. And so we didn't right spend the whole the summer, summer in Oregon. We didn't. Oh. We only spent part of the summer it was, in Oregon. I think it was two months. Wow. That's really weird because I remember it yeah. being longer. Oh, it felt like f at least double the amount of time that it actually was because so, of how hard it was. Yeah. We had a little bit of leftover money, I think, from our student, from our Pell Grant or whatever. Yeah. We went to live in Provo at like an apartment complex. Yes. And I started doing door-to-door -door sales. <laughs> a different But a different company. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was like. It was called Black Tie it. Research. Yeah, it was a new little startup company that. It was weird. Yeah, it, it would was, give out like coupons or stuff. We, we just did surveys and then we, so it was, it was actually really smart. Surveys and coupons. To be perfectly honest. Yeah. Like even still, I'm like, man, it's br brilliant. But we just ask people a series of questions. Yeah. Like, have you ever been interested in learning how to have your own food food storage? And then they'd be like, yes. And I'd check the mark box, yes. And then after that, we would contact the company that was interested, and then they'd show up at their house and do yeah, a demonstration. Yeah, it was just a really hands-on way of getting 
companies connected with customers that were interested that were actually interested in what they had to offer so i did that for for a few weeks or a month or something and that was really hard and i didn't do a very good job <laughs> and the company kind of fell apart too yeah it wasn't really just you like it was also the company was a new company and they i don't I remember know we were having a hard time getting paid what they were doing yeah, yeah the paychecks weren't really coming even though the work was being done right. so it was kind of like i was ah. discouraging and I think we were at a point where we we're like, okay, we're desperate. We have no money. We don't have anything that we can do. Well, actually, I remember the conversation. We were in front of, I think this was before school ended. Okay. We were in front of the activity center at Snow College. And you were like, hey, last the summer before I met you, I worked all summer at my mom's property up in Oregon. And I loved it. It was so much fun. And we had, I just got so much work done. And I... I loved going to bed when the sun went down and getting up when the sun came up and seeing the stars at night and living in a tent. It was so much fun. And I was like thinking, oh, I have a new baby and that sounds really hard. And he was like, no, 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 it wasn't hard. It was good. It was, it was, it was good. Like you would love it. And I just want to experience that so badly. Like, please come and and support me, like, just support me. Let, let's do this and let's have fun and let's just try it. I think that... We don't have to do it forever. We just have to try it for the summer. And, and I think another big draw for me was, you know, I, w I had spent two years on my mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I was away from my family that entire time. Yes. And then after my mission, <laughs> I went to Oregon to be with my family. But he had left from his mission to go on his mission from Florida. Well, right. His I was, family moved halfway through his mission yeah. from Florida to Oregon. We were living in Florida before my mission. And, and now they live in both places. I've still been. not been back to Florida yet at this yeah. point in our life. Uh, but I I was just kind of missing my family. Like I saw them after my mission. We saw them in November yep. when we went for Thanksgiving. And then they came for our wedding in May. And then I hadn't seen them since. Yeah. And I was kind of feeling like I want to be around my family a little bit. Yep. And there's an opportunity to earn some money. We had been around my family a lot by this point. Yeah. So I was like, let's go spend the summer in Oregon. Yep. I know it's not going to be very comfortable, but, we, you know, we can make it work. There's a yurt <laughs> on the property. We'll have a play, you know, a, oh, a crib for Court James. Um, and so I convinced you to go. And, and we, James was four months old. It was really hard. We went to the property. It was also not only just for those ideas but we had the idea that we would work for michael's parents we'd both be working and, and we would be able to money. make and save a lot and, of money, uh, some yeah. money you know like it was always it was always like i think our moves were always related to jobs too you know like because we were whatever we were doing and... wasn't working <laughs> we were hungry still <sighs> we still needed a roof over our head i don't know why. but that was just something that it was always kind of okay, this isn't working. Let's reevaluate. Let's do something crazy. Yeah. At that point, it was always, let's do something crazy and different. Yeah. Like we have, <laughs> uh, Michael very much at that time too was like his dad, mm -hmm. Mark. He was like, he really wanted adventure in his life. And even though he really wanted to be married and have a child and have a family, he it was almost like he equally wanted to have adventure and go on trips and go see things. Now we're finally doing it. But at the time, he's like, man. I just got bored really a, quickly. Yeah, he really did. He's like, having a baby has really slowed us down. Like yeah. it was kind of... A, a big inconvenience yeah if we were if we were not thinking like 
eternal perspective it right. was like this is inconvenient this is hard. like i wanted the, we can't do what we want i wanted to have a family but i didn't want to do the work to get there <laughs> i wanted to be able to also have the it's freedom. like he wanted the family but he didn't want the responsibility of it yeah it's kind of weird obviously very naive mindset we were just very young um so that's why i say don't think less of me for my yeah don't think less maturity of like, and childishness of mind because i think was think of how great he is right now that's because of these experiences he's gone I've through. I've learned a lot. So. Yep, learned a lot. And you've learned a lot. Yeah, both of us have. Um, I remember after that summer, you were like, never again. Kinda. I will not <laughs> live in the wilderness. She, she you learned how to stand up for what you want. And exactly. how to make like, it happen. Before that, I was like, I need to be a supportive wife to my husband like it was you know we were just getting used to being married we still had only been married a year not even just barely a year one year one year yeah and so that was like oh my goodness and we both we had been married for one year <laughs> and i was just Wait, we were married for one year we like, had a kid no college you know hardly any college education no money and i was just like i need to be supportive of my husband he really wants this adventure and mm -hmm. i'm i'm not craving adventure but whatever i'm Let's sure he had it. a lot of fun doing it or right. else he wouldn't really 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 want to do it so badly but i think i couldn't get it into his head that hey things are different now we have a baby right. you're married like it's not going to be the same but right. he was just like, it's going to be great. You're going to love it. It's going to be amazing. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. And I was just like, okay, let's do it. So we moved to the wilderness. And that was after the apartment that we lived in and did that weird survey job. Yeah. We were there for a couple months. <laughs> it was just like two months or something. Not too long. No. And we were in Oregon, I think, for probably another two months. Or like a July and August. It was two months. Yep. Yeah. Two months of the hardest two months of my life I think. so One just to describe the property so <sighs> if you if you're not familiar with oregon just imagine rolling mountains covered in trees 30 acres or 50 acres or something. 30 i think it was like 33 acres my mom owned yeah but it was like literally logging territory they just cut down yep. all the trees for log for you know harvest and the trees grow so fast and the foliage just grows so fast that like you could set something down one summer in the middle of an open field that you've chopped down and the next summer you would lose it because it was just so thick there were blackberry vines everywhere everywhere which was kind of cool because it's like you could live off the land so this is in cottage grove in oregon just yes. next to cottage grove if you want to look it up up in the wilderness on like google maps but it was like middle of nowhere no cell phone reception no running water no, no, running, no electricity no electricity no oh. plumbing literally the middle no of nowhere cell phone service no cell phone service no nope. And so what we would do no is... No real house. There was a yurt. If you if you want to see a picture of the yurt, I think we have a picture it's, of the yurt. A yurt is like a nice tent. Circular. It's kind of like a... Nice tent. Wooden framed tent. Yeah. Um, that's and it had round. a bed. And so we slept on the bed. And it had mice and rats. And... We'd find mice poop. A weird stove that we never used because we found out after they built it that the kerosene or something would hurt you the more you breathe the air that it oh, really? burned yes oh. Oh. and then and it was kind of a a abandoned building that was used when they first bought that property and yeah. that was the place they were living but they were building a kind of newer dwelling i wouldn't even say a house it was a dwelling yeah <laughs> a uh, primitive dwelling no electricity no running water just my mom called it the snail shell yes and it was like a circular form but it kind of came out 
Yes. In, in the middle. In a snail shell Form. shape. Yes. And we'd, we'd cut down trees and we'd haul hay. Oh, we, we made cob. Them. Yes. So it was kind of, it was, fun. I it was cob that. house. So we would yes. take sand and clay and straw, straw and, and water. water and we'd put it on a big tarp. Sorry, yep. I bumped your mic. That's okay. We put it on a big tarp and then we'd stomp on it with bare feet. It was very, very primitive, but also that was It was, was kind fun. of therapeutic and fun. Yeah. Like I actually really I liked it. doing that too. Oh, and you learned how to make fire. Yes. That with summer. A, with a bow drill. Yep. Because my mom is She's very... She's very hippie-ish. Yeah, you, yeah. That's a good way to put it. No no offense if my mom's listening to this. I don't know if she will I think not. she would agree. I do. I'm not saying anything I don't think she would say okay. about herself. <laughs> She's just very all natural. Uh, yes. Live off the land. Hugging the trees. Totally. Like, but but I like that. Like there's yeah. nothing wrong. I think that's cool. That's why and, we wanted to be there. And it's it feels very peaceful. Like, yes. There's something fun about being in nature and living so, in nature. let me ask you a question. So, hang on. Oh, okay. Before okay. you progress, I want to talk about you building a fire. I All I remember is that I learned how to build a fire. So, <laughs> like, if you're not familiar with a bow more. drill, you've got like a couple pieces of wood and you, a spindle. Yeah, a spindle and two pieces of wood. And you've and got then you a, have bow, this, a bow. That just has like a, a bow and arrow. It's like string a string on it. A bended piece of wood with a string connecting it yeah and then you wrap the spindle around the string and then you get on your knees and you just kind of r- rock it back and forth really really fast with the bow and on one side and you have soap that that lubricates the top the top of the so spindle burn. and then the bottom of the spindle has a little notch with a piece of where you're supposed to burn through right and then the notch has like some it makes a tiny coal the more you rub the wood together right some moss or something that burns really easily yeah. And so, uh, and then you have to like go really, really fast and then you have yep. to get down and you have to blow it and get the coal going. It's very labor intensive, but and then you get it's the coal, so worth it when you get a fire And you put it, in, it inside some like dry leaves. Yes. And then you hold it like a little baby and you just blow until the smoke yes. goes and then it just bursts into flames and you just built a fire yeah. using a bow drill and you did it. And I was I so it. proud of you. Really? Yeah. I did a lot of things that summer that you were very proud of, I think. And making the cob and we built a, we built an oven, a, like a sand, a sand earth bed. oven. Yep. To be able to cook Kind in. of like a pizza oven. Kind of like that. But that um, was really cool. Like, yeah. I don't know. So, like, I know it was really hard being in the woods and having okay. the baby. And we can talk about that. Yes. But I also want to say that that there were some good things. There were some good things. And there were some good hard lessons. <sighs> okay. I want to ask you the question now. Okay. What did you expect it to be like versus what it really was like? What was it really like to you? What was reality versus your expectation? I think I think that my expectation was well, that we would work a lot, but I I guess I guess the only thing I didn't expect was just how hard it was going to be with a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, with James Which adds to cause you remember that that feeling of we talked about in the last episode of feeling like it was an inconvenience. Once we had the baby, we wanted it. We wanted to have a baby. We wanted James. We wanted to be a family, but it was an inconvenience still to just be parents, to just be in control, to be. I, th- I think the hardest part was he was like five or six months old at this he point. He was four months old. So he was born in February, February, March, April, wait, February, March, April, May, June, July. So if we went there in July, he was. We five. were in there in June. June and July. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's four to five months yep. and that age a baby wants to be on their floor they want to be kind of they scooting need, around he needed to be 
experiencing belly time, but that was not but an option there. I think that was the hardest part was there was literally no clean, safe place that we could lay him so that he there could just mice play. everywhere, rats everywhere, snakes, gophers, like there there were all sorts of animals. It was a it was the wilderness. Yeah. And that was really hard because we couldn't let our baby just play like a there baby. There wasn't even a place to like go wash clothes. Like that wasn't or blankets. Like the the cleanliness that you would expect and need at that time of having a 4-month-old. That wasn't happening. Yeah. That wasn't possible there. Right. Like, it just wasn't. And it was we, frustrating we for both of us. It was frustrating because I think you were like, this is what I want. And this was really a great experience for me last time. And yeah. then when it came to reality, it wasn't fun for me. I was very unhappy. Right. James was unhappy right. because he was not able to progress. He wasn't progressing as quickly as he would have had he had a nice clean house with clean blankets to put on the floor oh. and let the baby play. <laughs> and you know how time. we would use the bathroom up there? We had a <sighs> five-gallon bucket and we had a pile sawdust. of sawdust. And you'd use the bathroom in the bucket yep. and then you'd cover it with sawdust. Yep. And like a cat. Right? <laughs> wow. You, that was that was my legs. every time you'd use the bathroom, that's what you did. And yep. to get a shower, we would drive about fifteen minutes. This there, is the this is the unwork like it just wasn't working. Like there there was a campground about fifteen <sighs> minutes away and we'd pull up pull It was off, impractical. This whole thing was impractical. That's the best word to describe it. We'd our pull off to the experience. side of the road, we'd hop the fence, we'd walk up to the bathrooms at the campsite, we'd use their showers, and we did that about once a week or hop the fence a couple times to a week. use a cold shower in a campsite and i remember i remember one time <sighs> holding james and showering him and me yep. in the bathroom because that was the only that option. was our only option and we'd that go get water was um at the park they had water spigots and so yep. we'd fill up these jugs the of water, water jugs and there no was showers a, except for once a week so i so i guess in my mind Camping for one week, that's one thing. Camping for two months and camping. There's no electricity, no running water. I think water. we were like, only at the property for about one month. Yes. Because because it was someone, that impractical. Someone from our church, you were talking to her? Or? I was talking to somebody in the ward that we were going to at that time. And they were like, we need a house sitter. And I was like, we need a house. <laughs> like, that's right. This is not okay. That was Marshall, the girl that Marshall unhappy. was dating at the time. Yes. My brother Marshall was dating this girl, yes. and her family was leaving. Uh -huh. But it, I think it was only like a two-week sit house sit or something. We were only there for, I think it was less than a week. Might have been. But we got we got so comfortable being in the house that another family in the ward said, "Hey, we have a spare bedroom. Yes. You guys can come stay in and our bedroom." We were bedroom. like, "Thank you. We will not do this again." <laughs> like, I I think that. We had, that was another time where I was, I think, I think Michael truly was exper expecting it to be such an awesome experience. To have experienced it one way when he was single and then to take his family back so that they could experience the same happiness he felt when he was there. That's what he was expecting. That's what he wanted. That's and not it, what that I is got. not what happened. <laughs> I was so unhappy. I was. Yeah. It was I really was complaining every single day. This is not okay. This is not okay. I need to be able to bathe the baby. I need to be able to lay him down on the ground. I need and running right. water. I need electricity. And I agreed with you. Like I recognized that it was not working. And yet, 
sometimes in our marriage when things haven't been working we still are like well we have to stay for let's push through it let's we make it happen through. anyway we have to stay for right. two more weeks or we have to but you know it's a good thing work. we have that attitude sometimes because there have been some things that if we didn't have that like that iron drive, will yeah youtube that, we that wouldn't, wouldn't be, be we, we wouldn't be where we are today no without that iron will but at that time with that specific thing i think that we should have rethought it about a weekend probably right that probably would have been the best move we learned but we lot, had though. also like agreed to work for your mom so she was right. expecting workers right. expecting help and to and some of her older kids were growing up and leaving the house and she wasn't getting that help that she needed or wanted right. to to make her dreams come true on the property so whew, that was someone just liked our last podcast just oh, got a notification that's so cool thanks you guys so anyways i was very unhappy we had a lot of discussions about how unhappy i was and you were you were unhappy because I was unhappy and because of the inconvenience. There's of... nothing worse than having this grand idea <laughs> and vision of what this amazing experience will be and then having everyone just absolutely hate it. And not hate <sighs> you for it, but take it out on you saying, hey, you I'm have like, to do something about it. Because I had left that decision up to you. You were the one that wanted it so badly. Right. So when I agreed to it, I also wanted you to be the one to decide not to do it anymore or else you would have felt resentful like, that i never got to do that thing i wanted to do right and i feel like that's not fair <gasps> what oh i just had an idea but maybe not never mind well that's the worst thing <laughs> to say to me well okay so i'll just I'll, it doesn't really matter but now you want to go back to the property <laughs> yes oh my goodness well no i was just because you remember the other day we were talking about me and james and corbin like going on a trip or doing something yeah well fun? they would love it now well that's what i'm trying to say okay well but then again i'm like oh every time we go to oregon corbin gets allergies yes. so bad that we go we to the always hospital always end up at the hospital every so single like, time uh, james maybe and not. corbin and plus yeah. my mom's not even on the property anymore so yeah she, got, was, she bought a house it was too hard it was even hard on her yeah it was hard on the whole family everybody that lived there didn't really live there yeah. they survived there yeah. and it was hard but <sighs> we learned a lot so ultimately you came to the same conclusion i did, did. i came to that conclusion within a week you came to that <laughs> conclusion within a month month and a half so. i i had to i had to let it run its you course ha you did he's always been like that he's so stubborn but it's good but you love me i still, still love you and I, I think that that's what makes you you and why we've succeeded in a lot of ways. But you're stubborn too. I'm very stubborn. In a lot of ways. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. you get it in your mind that you're going to do this thing no matter how how like inconceivable and difficult it's going to be. You're like, I'm going to push through and get out of my way. If you're not going to help me, get out of my way. Like you do that too. What, are, is there something you're thinking about specifically? <laughs> Absolutely. What? Do you remember when you wanted to enter the Maker Disney uh, Creator Conference? Yes. And you you were like, I'm going to make this video and it's going to be amazing. And, and I was so like, many things I don't got really in the way. To. And right. so many people were like, oh no, that's not right. a very good idea. You're not going to win. And you and pushed guess through. What? I won. That's right. I won a trip to Disney World. And we with a bunch got of other signed with Maker Studios right. because of that. Spoilers. Yeah, spoiler. Yes. This is right. This is, but that's the point that, that yeah. I'm trying to make is yeah. you're the same way. I am. With things that you are passionate about as I yes. am with things that I'm passionate about. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think the lesson that we've learned is to choose our battles. Like, yes. we're still going to be driven. We're still going to work hard and never give up on our dreams. Yes. But 
we are going to make sure that that's realistic. Also, <laughs> I should also mention that I think both me and Michael have come to the conclusion that he does better with older kids. Yeah. He just, he enjoys it more and it's more natural for him to take care of older kids. Yeah. Babies frustrate him. <laughs> he loves them. Because they're not Don't practical. get me wrong. Babies, he <laughs> loves babies. But he's not like the typical, oh, let me hold them. Oh, I think they're so cute. You know, like, yeah. he's just kind of like, oh, that baby looks like a lot of work. Let me take care of older kids that can understand my instructions. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> so like, that's another thing. Like in our marriage, I've just, we've just both come to realize and know that like, I do better with babies. You have different strengths and weaknesses and, and I have different yep. strengths. And, and that's okay. And, we've, and we've, it's okay. There's and they complement each other. There's nothing wrong with that as long as we're both okay with it. Right. And we are. So it's good. But it's great because sometimes there's things that I'm really good at that you hate doing. Yeah. And it works out. So I like just Like all the it. computer stuff, he does that. Mowing the lawn, I do that. Because you like it. I like it. And he likes the computer stuff. If there's squishing a spider, he hates that. I hate it too, but I do it anyway because I'm tougher than him. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just kidding. So, and I love I love doing homeschool with the kids. Yeah, and but so I never agreed to do homeschool. You, I, in you fact, still don't I was adamantly do. against doing homeschool. But he won out because he's like, I will. I'm willing to do the work of homeschool. And I or was pay like, a tutor. <laughs> Which now, is, now we're paying a tutor. But, you, that's but for the first evolution. many years, it was always me with the yeah. kids. And I mean, and it was just so working. funny because anytime, anytime we were like, oh yeah, our kids are homeschooled, the moms always come up to me and say, oh, so what do you do? How do you do How it? How do you do it? Especially like, with all your YouTube. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't. My husband does. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> He's the homeschool guy in our family. We're just not typical. We are. We are not we just the have typical always, mold. We've always done things differently from the very beginning. We and homeschool our kids. We both work from home together on yes. projects, making videos for even the with world. YouTube. We got when we first started YouTube. We had so many people that were like, "What are you doing with your life? You what are, are you crazy. doing?" And they would actually right. come up to us and say, "I am worried for you." Yeah. And you're doing something that is crazy and none of the things that you've done up into this point up to this point have worked like to our face yeah and it was out of concern and out of love but it also was really one of those things that that was patronizing and made us feel like we'll show you mm -hmm. we'll show you we're gonna do this and boy have we yeah <laughs> Woo! i feel like i want to give you a high five right now yes because <laughs> you're yeah! amazing and we wouldn't be where we are today without you and you right? both, I, honestly we work together so well but that's but it's been an evolution but it has been so not typical of the common relationship well I guess, from the beginning of have. our marriage i think i was pretty clear that i wanted to be able to work and be around the kids a lot uh -huh. like i wanted to be very involved in their life well and you were also very clear that you did not feel that it was fair if i only had one baby to take care of or if i didn't have the same workload as you right and i was always like hey this is what i said i wanted before we were married right. so that was always something literally up until we had three kids he was always kind of like you're not pulling your weight you're not doing enough once the house is clean when i get home from work you're slacking and i was just like you have no idea how it is having a baby and a toddler. I think I think here's what I think here's the distinction though. 
you manage the kids much differently than I do. I do. And I'm satisfied with different things than you are right. and vice versa. Right. And so when when I take the kids on a trip and it's just me and the kids, they never cry and whine. He says these things. It is absolutely 100% true. He's, but the thing is, we just are okay being different parents. Right. We just do it differently. And he does not think I do a good enough job a lot of the time. <laughs> but you... And I think he's too, tri- too strict sometimes. Right. So that's, I guess that's the compromise. That's one thing that we've both been like, well, that's how it is. Because right. I'm not going to change you. You no, think you're right. I am right. And you're not going to change me because I think I'm right. And that's okay. So <laughs> Ta-da! That's how we work together. But we've had to learn that through lots and lots <laughs> oh, of my goodness. discussions and trial and error. And and our version of fights we're never hitting or kicking or screaming at each other like never but we do debate and that's our version of fighting and and then we compromise yeah and we come to an agreement like with homeschool that was a lot of debating before she finally said fine compromise you do the homeschool with the kids and i'll let you do it and yeah because i liked public school it was other than i did bad at my grades i loved the social aspect of public school right and i thought it was very important and now our kids are getting a lot of social but it's a completely different kind of world for them than it is for us they're famous right that's weird yeah (laughs) and they get to interact with other youtubers mostly it's mostly other youtubers and their kids because they're they relate the best with them and i feel like know they can understand each other a little better and there's something else with kids and that is uh, i don't know how it would be in this world with them going to public school because they would it's a much different world now than it was when you were a kid well not only is it different world but we are raising them being well known and famous and i and i would be concerned if they were at public school that they would have if they would have real friends right or if they would have friends that would only like them because they're famous they or whatever are hoping for 15 minutes of fame or you know what i mean like i totally know it's it's weird this is weird yeah we did not expect this as a problem you know what i mean like and i also wasn't planning on talking about this in today's podcast no we weren't <laughs> so <laughs> that just kind of evolu- evolved that way well i think that about ends i think that wraps things up for yeah. the summer in the woods if you want to hear more about us and our parenting during youtube life then uh comment below and tell us if you want to hear more about that stay tuned because that will become we'll be talking about that for sure later on yep. but next week's episode we are going to be talking about going to florida yes because i hadn't gotten my fill of being with my family i guess we went back to utah for one more semester that fall Yes. And then around Christmas time, we went to Florida. And we'll talk yep. all about that next time. Yep. Next time, So stay tuned. One thing to mention okay. before we go. The one lesson that was really hard that I didn't even want to learn or still wouldn't want to learn this to this day about going to Oregon and living in the wilderness was that all of my expectations of what I wanted to be like as a parent with a four-month-old or a baby were kind of ripped away from me in a way i feel like that was kind of taken or that because of what i chose to agree to it just didn't happen the way that i wanted to and that has been good and bad and i can talk more about that in the next episode when we talk about the yard sale where i sold 
all of our belongings pretty much and especially all of our wedding gifts and that was really hard on me so stay tuned for the next episode where we talk about that make sure to subscribe if you're watching on youtube <sighs> to beach theory and if you're listening you can listen to the podcast on apple podcasts or yeah. spotify or anchor and leave us some comments of if you have any questions about the summer that we maybe didn't get into if you want to yeah. know more about it there was a lot more to it honestly and i would i could talk about it literally for a couple of hours because <laughs> it was just did we leave something out i uh, i don't know Unless you just want to complain. It's more like that. <laughs> it's more like that. Let's be honest. I just want to. Ooh. This, it's, this. It was something that I still have like animosity towards. A little bit of P yeah. uh, ADHD or what's it called? PTSD. Yeah. No, really. Like that's serious. Well, uh, this part of our life was really trying and challenging. Yep. And, yep. Uh, you know, dating and, no and marriage was all fun and exciting and lovey-dovey. <laughs> but after we got married, the reality of life set in and it got yep. really hard. Yep. And it wasn't all fun and games anymore. Nope. <laughs> so, but I think we still had some really good times. Definitely. Yeah, we learned a lot. I'll try to remember those. Anytime. So we're yeah. going to talk about what happened after that in the next episode. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.